0: Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter's out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode.
1: Hello, everyone, and happy Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Monday, whenever you're listening. To this episode of Two Degrees Hotter, because that's what podcasts you've stumbled upon if you're hearing my voice. So hello, and whose this is voice Kylie? are they hearing? Okay. Hello, it's Kylie. Kylie. This hello. is Anya.
0: I feel like I have morning voice right now. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it's actually 11 right now. If you want to make Love a wish. That. Wow. Um, I wish for this to be a great episode. Yeah, me too. Well, now have that I, I said it, will it not come true?
0: Oops, you'll have to stick around and see.
1: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um but yeah we're recording on a saturday morning which if you are a long-time listener you know that anya and i are big after work recording girlies uh so this is this is new yeah this week was pretty chaotic so i guess that's how it worked out this way
0: but we'll
1: yeah get into it yeah
0: i'm yeah. feeling kind
1: of like in my
0: naked mole rat era right now uh- <laughs> <laughs> not the naked mole rat Cause like right after this I'm going to get my eyebrows done and it's like I feel like it's not even worth wearing makeup to get your eyebrows yeah. done because it, like half of it comes off anyway. Especially if you get them tinted, like it just gets so messed up. So, yeah. And I feel like I'm puffy because I had like a crazy week. So I'm just like, awesome, I'm heinous. Please don't watch the real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I literally my B Reel last night, I literally captioned it in my heinous era. Cause I've been looking so god awful on B Real recently. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> So I get that. I
0: feel that. I think you look fine. Okay. Well, you know, here we are. <laughs> and if you're watching the reel, you would also know that I'm in my old background. So, we're just yes. really regressing real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Quick regression. But, love to see it. What's this episode
1: about? You tell me. <laughs> I I will tell you. So, <laughs> this episode, it's we're going to talk about how to thrive in your 20s. Um if you guys know, we're big fans of the What We Said podcast, and they did a really similar episode, and I really liked that episode. I thought it was a fun one to listen to. It was very – I feel like when we do episodes that are more like general advice, kind of like something like this, we are like very researched and mm-hmm. – More um, structured. More structured. Yeah, yeah. And I liked that when they did their episode. It was really like conversational, just about like their experiences of life in their twenties. And they are a couple years older than us. They're like, what, 27, 28? I think so. Um, and Anya and I are both twenty-four, almost twenty-five. Um, so I don't know. I thought it would be a fun episode for Anya and I to just like chat about some things that we've learned in the sort of first half of our twenties. we're still doing the podcast in the second half of our 20s it could be fun to like revisit it and talk about what's changed um or any additional things we've learned but yeah i don't know i think it's gonna be fun just get into the week in review
0: let's do it So I've kind of hinted at this, but I've just had like a pretty chaotic week because this week was the first week of dance starting and Mm -hmm. I have committed myself to three days a week. Well, both of us have. Yeah. That's more than I normally do. Um, And then it was that combined with um, our biggest like work event of the year. And thankfully, I wasn't the lead this year. I have been the lead the past two years. Oh, no, you can hear my cat. So I'll get into that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that was yesterday and It was just like two super long days. Like we had to drive down the day before and do some like setup at night. And then we had to be there at like 730. Um, And it's just like a lot of like tabling and talking to people and then like running this pitch competition and everything. So it was like a fun day. Like I was, it was nice to like see the startups that we work with in person, but I'm just like trying to recover. And I'm actually home right now, like in my home home, like my childhood home, because my parents are abroad. And I need to watch my cat because she is elderly. So um, <laughs> she's 18. She has no teeth. And I'm pretty sure she can't hear me. So <laughs> that amazing was, like a new discovery. I'm like, why are you just like screaming all the time? And I'm like, I think you don't know where I am. Like, I think you cannot hear me at all. Um, so amazing. you might hear her screaming. Yeah, she's been in a mood this morning. But I'm with her like on the weekend. So it'll be like this weekend and next weekend. And then luckily we have a neighbor that's able to cover like most of the weekdays. Um. But yeah, I'm trying to use this time at home to like tackle some things that have been on my to-do list for a while. Like I feel like I have some episodes to edit and I want to like look through newly to pick some stuff for Portugal and stuff. So hopefully it ends up being Mm -hmm. a productive weekend. But I did realize there's like no food here. So I'm like, cool. I guess I have to fend for myself. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) She's on her own. (laughs) My parents are in Israel. So I'm like, awesome. Enjoy. I wasn't even really invited to, Um. but anyways, wow. they, they probably knew that I didn't have the vacation time and they're right. You know what? They're right. <sighs> um, Fair enough. But I feel like one thing that kept coming up this week that I wanted to mention was this idea that like nobody knows what's supposed to happen or like nobody knows what the plan is supposed to be because I feel like I just had like three or four times this week where like something didn't go to plan and then I had to like zoom out and be like, well, only I knew that it was supposed to end up like that anyway. Like, you know, if I'm trying to like teach – choreography at dance and I like don't get to teach as much as I wanted to I'm like well nobody knows that I even had planned to teach more than this or like Mm -hmm. um yesterday at the event like things you know like the run of show kind of went differently than we expected and it was like well literally only our internal team knew this run of show so like just you know planting the seed apply it to your life don't let your
1: anxiety uh make you you know anxious as it does yeah no Mm -hmm. that's a good point I remember thinking that when we were Anya and I, if you're new here, danced competitively growing up. Whenever I would compete solos, I'd be like, "Well, whatever. If I forget the choreography, I can just improv, and literally no one knows." <laughs> that, yeah, I'm like, "That's what. That's you mean. not the choreography. You, me, the choreographer, and God. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. But no, I think that's a good. That's a good lesson to pull in. Keep the plans to yourselves, and if it doesn't go to plan, nobody knows, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And nothing's that deep. We're on a floating rock, you know. Yeah, I like those TikToks where. uh it's like
0: someone will be like insecure about body image or something. And then it like zooms out. Have you seen those? Like just yeah, zooms out to like yeah. the whole universe
1: and you're like, oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, I feel like I also, my week wasn't quite as chaotic as your week. I didn't have as many moving parts, but obviously like you said, it was the first week of dance. Um, And so trying to find that balance, I feel like it, I don't know if you ever felt this way, but I was talking to a friend about this the other day. Like the first week of school, whether it was high school, college, whatever, college, honestly, especially because you would get like your syllabus. Mm-hmm. I would be so overwhelmed because you're not in a routine. Like you're just now seeing what like your routine's actually going to play out like. You have the syllabus in front of you of like everything that needs to get done in the semester. And it just feels like a lot. And you feel like I would feel so overwhelmed and like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? I kind of had that feeling on a much smaller scale because obviously there aren't like homework assignments and grades and like all of that to factor into it. It's literally just like, okay, this is what my routine's gonna look like. Factoring in dance, factoring in a boyfriend. Do we just do the
0: same sound? (laughs) We did
1: it. Wow. Yeah. Love that for us. But yeah, we did it, Joe. She's finally not single. His name's not Um, Joe. His name is not Joe. No. Should I say his name? Is that weird? I feel like I'm going to end know. up accidentally saying it at some point.
0: I feel like it's up to you.
1: I don't know your vibes. I, d- I don't know my vibes okay. either. I'm new here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it slips out. Anyways. um, But yeah. So factoring in all of that, I'm like, hmm. Especially because he is so busy, it's actually unreal that I'm like, when am I going to see you? Just wondering. I'm also like, what are men even
0: busy with? Please let me know. Like I'm
1: like he's busy in the mountains. I'm yeah, like
0: he's busy with like trips. My but I, other than that, I'm like, what do men do with their time? Like I'm like you don't like they don't have to do like self maintenance like women do to the extent you know. Like I'm like what are what are you even busy with? Men yeah. just vibe. I feel like
1: no offense. I feel like yeah. No, I think they just vibe too. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> let us know if you're a man. Let us know if you just vibe. Like, what with do you fill your time with, genuinely? Yeah. <laughs> Today allegedly it is laundry and reading. That's what I was told. So, yeah. love a Saturday. Yeah, lazy Saturday. You know the vibe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, so yeah, we. I'm trying to like balance all of that, and I was even talking to Anya about that and how you were like, "That's a lot." To I think it was actually on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. and you're like, "That's a that's a lot of change." And I'm like, "Now that I've gone through the first week, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, this is this is a lot of change. This is a different routine." Um, but we'll get balanced. Like I said, you have that first week where it all feels very overwhelming, but that's mainly because it's just new. Like I haven't had dance as a commitment three times a week, and I haven't been in a relationship where I had to factor in someone else's time before. And I know that, like as time goes on, that'll settle out and it'll be fine. Um, but it's just kind of like getting over that hump um Mm -hmm. and getting back into that routine but the good news is is now grant has someone to watch the dance show with because i previously was grant's audience buddy and now he has a
0: different audience buddy (laughs) we need to introduce them well i need to meet him first t
1: (laughs) t yeah anya has not met him yeah, because gatekeeping literally <laughs> never here. I'm really not even gatekeeping. <laughs> he's just never here. Um, but
0: are you drinking an energy drink? No, it's
1: a sand. Oh, okay, no. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that feels chaotic. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, actually, that's a great segue because the other thing I wanted to talk about was last night. Um, Zach and I went to Septemberfest at. Oh, you Italy. said his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay, okay well, people, well I, I guess. No, no. <laughs> there you go. Hi, <laughs> his name is Zach. Um, we went to September Fest at Italy. It was the first ever, like, one of these events oh, ever really? put on inaugural, yeah, wow. inaugural, yes. Um, and they had like all the stations from like the main Italy restaurants where you could just like get a sampling of their food. They had like a pizza and focaccia bread one. Pasta, uh, various like charcuterie, um, some like skewers, they had cannolis, they had gelato, they had tiramisu, like anything you could think of that you can get at Eataly, you could probably get here. And then they had some like drink stations as well. And so you buy a ticket and your ticket gets you four drinks tickets to use at each station and then like access to all the food stations as much as you want. Um, and it was honestly so much fun. It was in the South Garden at the Prue. So it wasn't in Italy. It was outside. Um, Is that like and-
0: where they put the giant um, ornaments like during Christmas?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, they had live music. It was a lot of fun. I would definitely go again. I hope they do it next year. I hope they do more than one night because it was only last oh, night. Really? And that's it. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was like an every weekend thing, I assumed. No, no. It literally was just last night. But wait, what was the transition?
0: What was the connection between the drink? Like, why were you like speaking of? Oh, oh. (laughs)
1: Because (laughs) – That's a good point. (laughs) Um, When like with your ticket, you get all that and then you get like a little tote bag. They called it a Mm -hmm. swag bag. It literally just was like a tote bag from one of the sponsors. I got a Campari one. Um, Your drink tickets and then they had the San Pellegrinos in there.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so that's where you're from. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So I okay. got the drink <laughs> at Fest. I was like trying to make there the synopsis in my brain. I was like, okay, so you had drinks there <laughs> like and you're drinking now?
1: Okay. <laughs> like, was, like, mm. And the drink is Italian? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, what is this? Okay. Got it. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> there, there's the connection. Yeah. But okay. yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Good date spot. Good friend spot too. Like I think it would be fun to go with friends or as like a like triple – quadruple date just get a Mm. big group together I think that would be fun something about me I love eating and drinking outdoors that's what I'm saying opportunity yeah my only critique is that there was literally no place to like actually like set your stuff down so you're like Mm. carrying a drink and food at the same time but like if you're carrying a little tray of pasta and a drink how are you supposed to eat the pasta? So, I wish they mm. had those like higher, like standing tables kind yeah. of scattered throughout. Yeah. Um, that's good feedback. Ups, yeah. Valid. Ended up sitting on a couple of <laughs> ledges, stairs, <laughs> mm-hmm. wherever we could find a table like surface. <laughs> I'm like, Italy suggestion box. Consider mm-hmm. more surfaces. Hi. Thank you. All of Eataly. Mm-hmm. This is my critique. Yep. Yeah. Very fun. I liked it. Fun. All right, let's get into our favorites.
0: Mine are like really kind of random, but for the, okay. So first I'm going to talk about Chrome profiles. (laughs) So I use Google Chrome as my browser of choice. And if you don't literally get on it, it's the best one. Yeah. But I feel like for so long, for like a year now, Chrome has been like, do you want to like, if I ever log into a new account, like a new Gmail account, it's like, do you want to separate browsing in a new Chrome profile? And I'm always like, no, like that sounds so complicated. So I've always just like hit ignore like every time, mm-hmm. but I finally, I got a new computer. So I finally set up new Chrome profiles and let me tell you, it's actually so nice. <laughs> like I'm like, I get it now, <laughs> Chrome. Um, so I have like one for my personal, uh, like, you know, email. And that's where I'm logged into, like, my gym account and, like, my bank account and, like, all of that. And then I have, like, the podcast one. And that's when I have, like, different bookmarks for, like, Anchor and, like, where we record and stuff like that. And then I have a work one where I have, um, like, my calendar and all of that logged into. And it's just – it's so nice because it completely separates your, like, bookmarks and your saved passwords and your, like, favorites and, like, all this stuff. And I just feel like it's giving me more, like – I don't know if like work life balance is the right word, but just I guess like more separation. Like I don't feel like because a lot of times yeah. like when I just had like one Chrome profile, I would like log in, hit Gmail intending to have it be my like personal on the weekend. And then it would pull up my work one as like a default and I'd be like, oh uh, like jump scare, you know? Like I don't want to <laughs> see that. Yeah. So now it's like, I don't know, it's just nice. And I can make them all different colors. So like the TDH one is pink and my personal is green and my work one is purple. So I'm like, it's very clear which wow. one I'm on. So I don't know. Yeah, I just never like bothered to set it up. It wasn't like a lot of work, but I'm like, if you've been hitting ignore on that. Notification for like a year now, like I have, build it out. It's actually pretty worth it.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Nice. <laughs> that is um, nice. That's do good. Do you to have know.
0: Chrome profiles?
1: I don't know, but you're convincing me. Yeah. Considering it. I don't it's use nice. G Suite though for work. So I don't know mm. how useful. And like, I don't use my personal laptop for work. I mm. have a work laptop. So, but it's still, I could build it out for personal and podcast.
0: Yeah. It's kind of nice because like, I feel like in the past it would always – it would, like, default to one of those accounts, and then it would, like, log Mm -hmm. into all of that stuff, and you'd be like, no, I want the other one. It was kind of annoying, but – Yeah, true. Yeah, so that was one thing. And then the other thing is that our king, Noah Kahan, dropped a new song yesterday. Mm -hmm. Have you listened yet? Of course I have. So it's – well, it's yesterday our time. It's, like, a few days ago your time. Um, Yeah. But it's called Northern Attitude, Chef's Kiss, guys. Absolute it's so good. chef's kiss. I also think we never talked about stick season, which is also amazing. But I feel like Northern attitude yeah. is just really hitting different for us as New Hampshire girlies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like yeah. we have the
0: most right to like scream the song. Cause I feel like a lot of times like songs are themed for places that like are not relevant to us, if that makes sense. Like I feel like there's so many songs about yeah. like California or like Pacific Coast Highway. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of artists don't sing about like our region so I'm like a
1: king singing about like my reality thank you so much so yeah, literally I love it literally yeah I love it and I'm so excited because his new album which is also called stick season drops on my birthday oh yeah true
0: oh yeah he announced that gift. that was new um yeah and the album cover has
1: dogs on it and he looks yeah king, so he does I love him. he does no con we're your biggest fans mm-hmm we are seeing him in concert at the end of October. So Yeah, vibes. I'm ecstatic about it. Um, so my favorite is – actually, it's like a brand new podcast. It's called The Circle Time Podcast. It's with Kelsey Kreppel, who is – who mm. are a YouTube girly like Anya and I. Um, it's Cody Co's fiancé. I think I was talking to you, like, not that long ago, but how I, like, really like Kelsey. Like, even outside of Cody, like, mm-hmm. I think Kelsey is so funny. Like, I would be her friend. I yeah. kind of want to be her friend. Um, and so she dropped a podcast, and I was like, oh, I have to listen. I don't know what it is. Her voice on the podcast is so soothing like it's oh. so relaxing and nice. everyone like i she posts um like the videos on youtube so i've been reading through the comments and everyone's like this has like literally calmed me down like at the end mm. of my day like your voice is so nice i don't know if it's just like because at least the first couple of episodes that she's released have been by herself so like she's more like relaxed and not as like entertainment I don't know, I don't mode see- kind of yeah yeah um Yeah. And I, like I said, I just like her. Like, I enjoy hearing, like, what she has to say on certain topics. And it's definitely, you can tell that it's a new show in the sense of, like, the transition from, like, topic to topic isn't, like, the smoothest. And I can tell that she's trying to figure out, like, what the segments and, like, structure of each episode is going to be. But at the same time, like, I think when you like a content creator and you like the stuff that they put out, like, it is kind of fun to watch her go through, like, building out the show and like I'm excited to see how it's going to grow and how the episodes will like evolve and what structure they'll end up taking on more permanently um so yeah I enjoy it she's very funny um and who knew that she had such a calming voice is it called circle time because she's like a preschool teacher or whatever yeah cute. yeah like and she that. would always yeah in her vlogs, she would talk about how because she's a preschool teacher she does circle she starts her day with circle time with all of her students so she was like you guys know i do circle time it's time for us to have our circle time mm-hmm. like, cute. cute i like it i started watching um white lotus and there's a character Ooh. on there that looks
0: so much like her like i was like watching the really? show and i was like who does this person look like and i was like oh my god she looks like Kelsey, like Cody co is Kelsey. Interesting. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Oh, I'll have to yeah.
1: look. Yeah.
0: I don't even know the character's name, honestly. I only watched two episodes and I feel like they don't do it. I'm not – either shows don't do a good job at like making sure you know people's names or I just like don't retain that at all. Like it takes me so long when I watch shows yeah. to like know characters' names. I'm like, who are you?
1: Yeah. Same. <laughs> um, do you like it though so far?
0: Yeah. looks good. I nice. didn't realize it was like limited. Like it's um, – Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just six episodes at like
0: total, but they're all like over an hour. So yeah, it's kind of like, you know, mini movies. I feel like
1: nice. Yeah. I only knew it was limited after like the Emmy nominations came out because they were nominated in the limited series category. Yeah. Good to know.
0: And I guess like with the premise of it, it makes sense that it's limited because it's basically about like different groups of people that all go on vacation to the same resort, the White Lotus so like mm-hmm. it makes sense that it they can only really cover like a week of this situation. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I'll review once I'm sense. finished with it. I'm waiting for it to get spicy. So nice, nice. Well, stay tuned,
1: folks. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. So now we're gonna do a quick ad break, and then we're gonna talk about how to thrive in your twenties. So stay tuned. Yes.
1: If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through.
0: That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv For Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode.
1: Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something
0: crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down.
1: Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now.
0: That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton.
1: It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with.
0: With their subscription based model it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more.
1: They have products for every type of period from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups.
0: Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable and lasts up to 10 years. Plus the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it.
1: We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same
0: time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with twenty percent off, and definitely check out our episode with
1: Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode.
0: We're back. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> staying tuned. Yep. <laughs> do you guys just skip our ads? Be honest. <laughs> do you just hit? You can be thirty, honest. thirty, thirty because that's what I do on other people's podcasts.
1: Oops. Yeah. T. T. But we understand. It's okay. We're not mad. Yeah, I'm like, well, one of them we get paid. I think regardless. So, yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, how to thrive in our twenties? Just chit chatting about how you can thrive, like Anya (laughs) and I. As examples of thriving girls, (laughs) here's a how-to guide. We are super qualified to speak on this topic. We – not to go on a tangent, but Anya and I went out um, a week ago now today, uh, last weekend, and we were talking about like how to become an effortless cool girl. Number one, (laughs) be effortless. Yeah. (laughs) Number two be cool. <laughs> I feel like this isn't like funny or making
0: sense to people, but it was funny in the moment. <laughs> in the moment, it was so funny. That was actually chaotic Anyways. because I'm like, further tangent, awesome. Um, There was like a fire that day. Like we were yeah. chilling and we were at like an outdoor kind of like, I don't know, bar, I guess you could say. And we were like, all these sirens went by and we were like smelling smoke and we were like, huh, interesting. And then we left that area and it was literally like pure haze. Like it looked like a like wildfire had rolled through and we were like, what is going yeah. on? And then what is going on? we looked it up and there was a train on fire like a mile away. So, but it was weird because I asked my friend that lives literally right in that neighborhood. I was like, oh my God, did you like smell the smoke on Saturday? And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, did we just hallucinate all of that? Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. And this, like, local boston man came out, and he's like, he's like, do you know what's on fire, girls? <laughs> he's like, I'm smelling smoke. I'm coming out. I'm worried.
1: <laughs> we were, and at the time, we did not know what was on fire. We were like, no. And he goes, stay safe, girls. <laughs> we were like, thanks, King. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we will stay safe. <laughs> Too um, funny. But anyways, so that yeah. wasn't a thriving night in our no. 20s. Uh, well, we don't love a fire. Well, we were fine. We were We thriving. actually ended up thriving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we made p- yeah. pretty good TikTok. But anyway.
1: <laughs> anyways. um. So to kick it off, I figured I'd get the dating aspect of your 20s out of the way because I was the resident single member of this podcast. And so I feel like as someone who made it out on the other side, <laughs> I have to bestow my wisdom. um. But I actually, so this point that I want to make, it was inspired by a TikTok that I saw. And they were talking about the no attention in high school to, I don't want to say unsuccessful dating in your 20s pipeline, but like not the best dating in your 20s pipeline. And it basically talked about how like in high school, that's like a very formative time in your life, especially when it comes to like romantic and sexual connections. Like it's the first time that you're experiencing like real levels of attraction. A lot of people have their first loves in high school or their first real relationship in high school. And for girls who don't get that attention or who don't like have a relationship, don't have anyone explicitly talk about like having a crush, aren't hooking up, like whatever your prerogative is, It can lead to a lot of like, I think deep rooted insecurity and this feeling that like you aren't desirable in a romantic or sexual way. And I know for me, at least as I like reflect, I was one of those girls who like did not get any attention in high school. I literally talked about a couple episodes ago. I didn't have my first real kiss until I was 18. So like guys wanted nothing to do with me as far as I knew in (laughs) high school. And at the time, that translated to, okay, but I'm watching literally all of my other friends like, have boyfriends, fall in love, hook up, whatever they may be doing. Um, And so I think that translated as I became an adult to, well, I must not be as desirable as my peers if it's taken me this long to find a partner. And that can feel really hopeless. It can make you feel really doubtful. I think it can lead to things like anxious attachment styles, I also think it can lead to creating really high standards for the partner that you want to have because you have more time to ruminate on what your ideal partner is when you're not preoccupied with like an actual partner in Mm -hmm. your life, if that makes sense. And I, yeah, I just really had to like sit down with myself and I talked to my therapist about this a lot. And she was like, she basically, I mean, and this is true, is that like just everyone's on their own timeline and on their own Having their own experiences. And just because I didn't have a romantic experience before college does not mean that, like, I am not desirable or that I will not (laughs) get that. Like, and, but it takes a, it's like crazy how deep rooted that insecurity is. Like, I really felt that. I really was like, I don't know that anyone's ever going to see me in this light. And then as you get older and you're still not having those experiences, you're like, well, now not only do I, Fear that no one's going to see me in this light, but if someone does and they find out that I haven't had a long-term relationship, is that like a huge red flag where they're going to be like, I don't, I'm not teaching a grown woman how to be in a relationship. And I'm here to tell you that number one, that's not true. And if you find a guy who is not willing to work with you or meet you where you're at in your own romantic or even sexual experiences, they're not the right one for you. There are, I'm speaking of guys, but whatever your preferred partner is. There are people who will meet you where you're at and don't see that as a red flag, especially if you are taking care of yourself and you have good coping skills, you have good communication skills. Like, those are the things that matter. And you can learn those in a relationship and you can also learn them outside of a relationship. And also, you gotta, like, you gotta break the cycle in the sense of you need to work on your self confidence, work on, Shutting down that voice that's telling you that you're not desirable, you're not destined to have a romantic relationship at some point in your life, while also recognizing that like you don't have to buy into like the you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. Like I think loving yourself is a constant journey in your life. So if you're waiting until you're like a hundred percent like, I love myself, you're probably like, I don't know, at the end of your life. <laughs> like I don't I just don't think that it like <laughs> Does that make any sense? You just, it's a constant journey of like loving yourself and working on um, your self esteem and building your self confidence. And I think you can very easily do that with a partner, but you do kind of need to work on that foundation of like just because you had different experiences than your peers may have had in high school and in college doesn't mean that you are not worthy or desirable enough for a relationship and a good relationship at that. Uh, in your 20s. So, that's just a really long-winded way of saying it all works out the way that it's supposed to work out and you will find your person and it's okay if it takes you a little longer than others. It is crazy how like things that happen to you like subconsciously when you're younger
0: have like such an impact like yeah on everything like whether it's and I feel like I think you know your example with like dating is maybe more um Maybe people struggle with it more because it includes, like, other people's perceptions of you. But I think yeah, this idea kind of, like, can be extended to, like, anything that people might feel behind with. Like, you know, if someone has, yeah. like, a really sick internship they're a freshman year of college and then someone doesn't get a full-time or doesn't get a cool internship until they're, like, graduated or whatever. And it's, like, you can feel behind and think, yeah. like, oh, I'm never going to get a cool job or I'm never going to be good enough to have this type of job or, you know. So I think it's good. It's a good message, like, as a whole. Like, your past – yeah. Or like your
1: experiences in the past don't define the possibilities for the future, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And there's you're never too late to start accumulating positive experiences mm-hmm. in whatever space that is. Dating, career, you know. It it's just never too late. That's I think that's like the moral. It's never yeah. too late. You always have time. Um, and it will happen. And what you were saying, um, about like you
0: it's tough because it's like you're not gonna feel a hundred percent confident before you have to like put yourself out there and like both Mm -hmm. of those things need to be true at the same time um kind of reminded me it's like it feels pretty unrelated now that I'm saying it out loud but for some reason the synapse in my brain formed so like stay with me um I was watching (laughs) Zoe Pritchard who's like one of my favorite youtubers and she did this workout challenge video recently um and she was very like intentional the whole time to like say this is very much not about like physical change and she's not expecting physical results and even had like trigger warnings of like where to skip to if you like didn't want to hear about any sort of like changes um but something that she was talking about was how like body positivity and still desiring things to change about the way you look physically can like exist at the same time and how like Mm -hmm. she's always kind of struggled with that and like the messaging around that and I think it's kind of similar in that like you being you know maybe upset or like l- having a lack of confidence because you haven't had a relationship but like still desiring a relationship and like doing the things to put yourself out there like can and should exist at the same time
1: so pretty interesting yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that is really interesting and truthfully like that's that was my experience of both of those things being true and here we are now so I don't know but dating in your 20s out like I will commiserate with you it's not fun <laughs> like it's <laughs> It's not fun until you find the right person to be dating, but like finding the right person to be dating, it's tough out there, especially in Boston. The girls gotta get it. It's tough. But I also feel like
0: everyone's – it's not everyone's goal to find one specific person when they're dating. You know what I mean?
1: True. That is true. So For me, that was my experience. For some people, like
0: the process is the fun part. Could not be me, but for some people it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And if
1: that's you – rock on like congratulations, awesome. good for <laughs> you Honestly, like, <laughs> i wish that yeah i wish that was my mindset but unfortunately it was not so <laughs> um and then also on the dating note and this i am directly stealing from what we said but i listened to this there like how to thrive in your 20s episode at the time where i wasn't like officially in a relationship with my boyfriend but we were like dating exclusive like things were getting more serious. Um, and they said that you should date someone that you would be friends with even if you weren't physically attracted to them um because I think even at the start of a new relationship, like it's just very exciting and like it's new and you're exploring each other in all different types of ways if you know what I mean. Gross. And <laughs> You know what I mean. If I don't I, li- lying? I don't like how you worded that. How <laughs> do you want me to word it? Okay. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I'm like, listen, you're having a lot of sex at the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> Please. And um, but no, I think it could it can be easy to get like blinded by like the physical attraction, the honeymoon stage of it all. And it's important to take a step back and think, like, okay, if we took all of that away and like there was no physical chemistry whatsoever. Would I still want to hang out with this person? Would I still want to be around them? Would I include them in my life as a friend? I think that's a huge question to ask yourself when you're dating someone new. Um, Because if the answer is no, then the connection you have is probably only a physical one. And if your goal, like mine, was to find a partner, to find someone to be in a relationship with, that's not the best sign. If Mm -hmm. your goal was to just find just to hook up. Well, then you're doing a great job. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked that advice, and mm-hmm. I think it. I heard it at a really good time where I could step back and reflect. And as you can probably guess, the answer to that question for me was yes. I was like, "Yep, I would be friends with this person outside of the physical attraction." And that's how I kind of helped me know, like, yeah, I think that I'm ready for this to like go to the next step. Like, I think this is working. I don't know. I liked it. And the T is, if you're in it for, like, the long, long run, which you don't have to be,
0: but assuming Mm -hmm. you are, like, the physical aspect of it is going to inevitably fade away, like, throughout your life. Like, they're not always going to look the same as they do right now. (laughs) Even in, like, 10 years, they're going to look a little different than they do right now. So if you're just obsessed with the way that they look right now, it's not promising from a longevity standpoint. (laughs) You have to like other things about them for sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. Um, One of the things that I wanted to bring up on this episode was the idea of having like standards for yourself and for your life, but not necessarily expectations for yourself and for your life. And I think like it's been a theme, it's been a long running theme on the two degrees hotter podcast of not having expectations for your life. And I think we like got slapped in the face with that um, reality with, graduating into COVID and like having all of our, for example, like expectations of the rest of senior year and like what our first year postgrad mm-hmm. would look like and everything kind of completely messed up. Um, <laughs> and so I think like we learned that really early on in our twenties, um, but you can still have like standards for the types of people that you include in your life or like the types of things that you're willing to take on um, at work or like in, your personal life and stuff like that so i think i've just never known like i've always been like you can't have expectations for your life but i've never like known an alternative and i think this is finally like a good way to think about an alternative of like you can have standards but you can't have expectations or i mean you can you fully can we did but it doesn't always end well so i don't suggest it
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) we do not not tdh approved having expectations (laughs) um you know what they say you make plans. God laughs. laughs.
0: You said that in, like, the weirdest context. I'm trying to think of what it was.
1: I don't remember either, but I knew in the moment I was like, this is the most unhinged response I could probably Yeah, give. like, just, like, something so wasn't going well.
0: And you, like, texted back, you make plans. And then you did, like, the sparkles. God laughs. And I was like, for what? Like, please.
1: <laughs> I think that's so funny. <laughs> but, like, um, If you're religious. say it so like, like, on no though. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, trying to get. I'm like, mm. Anyway, I'm like... All my my Christian and Catholic girlies, no offense. (laughs) Um, But no, I think that I like this phrasing Um, because, yeah, standards are important, especially for the people that you have in your life. You should have standards Um, and for the things that preoccupy your time. But expectations, 9 out of 10 times, they're not going to be met or some sort of wrench. It's never going to look like how you think it's going to look like at the end of the day. So I like that. Um, my next tip, and this is something that I haven't done, but I've seen it on TikTok. And I think it's such a great idea called like wellness week, where you essentially make all of your annual checkups, your dentist appointment, your doctor, gyno, whatever it is in the same week. And then, so you just like knock them all out in that week. And then you don't have to think about them for the rest of the year. Cause I think, if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that these routine checkups are huge. Ladies, go to your gynecologist, get the breast exam, get a pap smear, okay? You have to do it. It's so important. Go to the doctors. Make sure everything's looking good. Go to the dentist. If you've mm, learned anything from me, mm. for the love of God, <laughs> go to the dentist. Yep. I'm um, behind on my dentist one liked-
0: month off. I got a text from my like dentist and they are like, you missed your appointment one month ago. And I was like, please. <laughs>
1: Do not perceive me like that. Um, I have the dentist on Tuesday, actually. But Mm. when this episode goes live, I'll be at the dentist. In case you're wondering, so follow my lead. Thanks. Um, But no, they're so important. Like you got to get them done. No one likes doing them, right? I'm not going to sit here and say I enjoy going to the dentist. If you're my dentist listening right now, I'm sorry. You're great, Uh, but I don't. I don't want you to pick at my teeth for an hour. I don't. I don't want to get a pap smear. I'll tell you that much. But it's saving lives. It's good for your health and God forbid if something were ever wrong, you want to make sure that you catch it at the earliest possible time and that's what these annual checkups are for and that's how you stay a healthy queen in your 20s, okay? It starts now. Your health Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life, a lot of it starts in your 20s and building like a healthy foundation. So book your wellness week and then you can get yourself a little treat after every appointment. (laughs) <laughs> in one week <clears throat> like, great um
0: it's funny because i feel like with like health anxiety and stuff like it, it really takes like two forms for people like the first form is you're so anxious about it that you just don't want to go to any of the appointments and then like the yeah. anxiety of like having missed appointments and like not knowing what's going on with your body like builds up and you're like what if i have this now because i haven't seen been seen in so long and then like the other type of person with that is like they're so anxious that they're almost like so proactive about it that they're like anxious mm-hmm. about like you know like getting the appointment booked and everything. So it's just funny. Like two types of people.
1: Yeah. I feel like you're uh anxious avoidant and I'm with an- something anxious solution.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think with with the dentist I'm anxious avoidant, but like with the gyno mm-hmm. I'm um anxious. What what is the other one?
1: I said anxious solution, <laughs> which is proactive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anxious proactive. <laughs> But that's because that's we got to get our birth control prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, facts. <laughs> um, i like, I don't got no dentist prescriptions, but I do need
0: that one. True. <laughs> refill. But no, honestly, that's probably exactly what it is. Um, and then kind of on this note, I wanted to piggyback and say, like, this is also the time to, like, learn about insurance, which, like, sucks, especially if you're on your parents' insurance. It's, like, it feels so distant from you, but I'm on my own insurance and I have been for, like, a few years and – When you have, like, things come up, like, disputes or, like, confusion or whatever, like, I learned that it's, like, it's so on you to figure it out, which sucks because it feels like it should be on the insurance company and your doctor to, like, work it out between each other. But it's not. And that sucks. And you have to, like, know your shit about, like, your own policy and stuff. And it's, like, so not fun. But it's, like, that's now something in your 20s that, like, you need to take on. So Mm -hmm. just something to think about. but. I feel like this yeah. whole wellness week thing is something that a lot of people that live like far from home end up doing anyway. Like, yeah, you know, like and I can think of people that went to school far away, like in college, and they would like do all their appointments over like Christmas break or whatever. So I feel like that's kind of like yeah. a, a de facto version. But I like yeah the idea of doing it in like just even if they're local appointments, just so like you don't have to think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, The next thing I wanted to bring up was learning to negotiate and I kind of started to like draft out what I wanted to say about it but then I was like should we just do a whole episode? Have we done an episode on like negotiating? I don't really think so. I don't think so. I don't think specifically negotiating. I think we've done an episode on like job search and it was like part of that episode but not necessarily Mm -hmm. just like negotiating in general and I mean like negotiating for yes like salary and things like that but also just like in life like negotiating on, like, different perspectives with, like, your partner or, like, your friends. Like, you're all you're always going to have, like, disagreements or, like, things you need to yeah. find, like, middle ground on. So let us know. Maybe we'll make that a, a full episode at some point. But I feel like your 20s are the first yeah. time that, like, you really have to ne- negotiate on, like, things that matter. Um, yeah.
1: So something to think about. Yeah. I like that. We should definitely do an episode on that. It's, like, negotiating and communicating Mm-hmm. 101.
0: Adding to the list.
1: Yes, love it. Um, my next tip, you know we had to have some sort of financial aspect to this episode because your 20s really are the time to become financially literate ladies. Uh, and my two biggest tips, one of them I have done and one of them I need to do, and I will do it before the end of the year. open a high yield savings and a Roth IRA. I just recently opened a high yield savings account and I'll tell you what. I will not name the bank that I had my original savings account in, <laughs> but I'm already like, oh, this is so much better. Like in my old savings account, I literally every month would see like 8 cents yeah, of like interest. Four cents. Yeah. Yeah. And then in my high yield savings account, last month I got $11 mm-hmm. added to it. Like it really is I know that doesn't sound like a lot at the end of the day, but like it adds up over time. Oh, hi, Queen Masha! (laughs) Welcome. She found me. (laughs) I'll try to uh, mute out most of her meows, but you might hear a few. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Um, But yeah, so open a high yield savings account. I have mine through Ally Bank. It was really easy, uh, and I think it's a good way. I also kind of like that my savings is now separate from my checkings for the most part, accessible. Exactly. Exactly. And I kept, um, I kept some money in my old savings account. Like I didn't close out that savings account in case of like a legitimate emergency where I need to very quickly transfer the money. I have some to work with there. Um, but overall, and you're able to like separate it out into separate accounts. So right now in my high yield savings, I have my emergency fund, which everyone should have. That's another thing that should be the first account you open in your high yield savings is an emergency fund and put three to six months worth of costs in there. Um, I have one for my student loans where I'm saving up and I have one for Portugal. Um, and yeah, just as life goes on new trips or experiences or things that I want to get, I can just open a new account in there and be good to go. Um, and then a Roth IRA, this is what I need to do. I need to open one of these. I have a 401k through my job. So I'm not just like not saving for retirement at all, but I know a Roth IRA is where where the big bucks are at. That's where, that's the smartest move you can do. So that's going to be my like end of year goal is to get that open.
0: I don't even think it's necessarily where the big bucks are at. I think it's just good to like double down on because it's not dependent on like an employer yeah that's true um because the max contribution per year is honestly pretty low but um i'm in the opposite position like i have a roth ira but i need to figure out the high yield savings so maybe we can trade info offline
1: oh that'd be fun we can do a we have a a little
0: a finance meetup maybe like a a lunch and learn yeah literally a lunch and learn perfect we each make like slides for each other
1: yeah i love it
0: it. (laughs) um Sorry, I'm distracted by my cat who has invited herself. Hopefully, she's not distracting. Um, I think another thing about your 20s that can be kind of, like, both a good opportunity but also stressful is, like, knowing that you, Masha, please, um, have (laughs) – likely fewer responsibilities right now than you will for the rest of your life, which like, obviously this looks different for everybody. Some people like do have kids young in their twenties and like maybe have young kids right now. And like, they're like, Oh, not relatable at all. And then some people choose to like never have kids. So they just always have like fewer responsibilities than the average person. Yeah. But speaking broadly, um, this is probably a time in your life when you have to worry about fewer things than you will have to in the future. Um, so really kind of like taking advantage of this time and doing what's important to you, whether that's travel or your hobbies or staying active. So I think that's like one side of it. But then also I feel like there's this pressure because you're like, oh, this is like such a fleeting responsibility time. There's also like a pressure to like, I don't know, there's just a pressure to it, I feel like. And yeah, yeah there's also these like fake milestones that like everyone thinks about when they're like, you know, 15 of like, I want to be married by the time I'm 26. And then it's like right now we're 24 and we're like, awesome. Not happening anytime soon. And yeah, like don't rush to cram things that you feel, you think you had this like perception of like, they're supposed to happen in your twenties because getting back to like what you were saying earlier, it's like things will work out in the timing that they're supposed to. And I think we all just look back at the like artificial timelines that we set for ourselves when we were younger and just LOL collectively. Yeah. Asha, please.
1: Why did we as like 12-year-olds think that we were going to have everything done by 25? That's what I want to know. Who who lied to us and made us think that was realistic? I also
0: think like it was more realistic for previous generations, which is the T. Like when we looked to our parents, like the Gen X and maybe even like the boomers of the world, like it was much more feasible to – have a house by the time you were 25 because things were so astronomically expensive and we weren't hit with all this
1: debt. And anyway, but yeah. 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 But have you seen the TikTok sound that's like, I'm just a mere teenager, 23 years old. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Every time it comes up, I'm like, yep, I get that. Um, But yeah, that is a good point. And if you need a good example, Anya and I are almost 25, now married, no kids, no home, no house, no pets, no assets. <laughs> we're like, I thought you said you were thriving in your 20s. <laughs> we're like, we have nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, my, my last tip is to not stop learning. Uh, and again, some people are like in grad school or, you know, or even never went to college Um, so depending on where you're at in life, I think that your twenties can be a time to pick up new skills, listen to podcasts, read, network, and gain, you know, perspective from other people in your life. All of that stuff is still learning and is still really crucial to your development as far as career goes, personal beliefs, like all of that. You want to keep learning and your twenties, especially post college or post whatever you know, your highest level of degree is, um, is the first time that you're in charge of what you learn, how you learn it and how much time and money you're willing to spend. So you can listen to podcasts on a topic that you've just always been really interested in and learn a lot about it. And that costs you no money and not so much time. You can spend money on books. You can spend money on a course. You can take a free course. Like there's so many ways to continue to learn. And being completely in charge of what you learn I think is very empowering like it's the first time for a lot of us who took like a more traditional high school to college path it's the first time we like aren't being told by anyone what we can learn it's just like all right like it's up to you so that can be really daunting and I, I think it can be really easy to just be like okay like school's done I don't have to learn anymore but really take it upon yourself to like, Learn about the things that really interest you or the skills that you want to have um, or that you think might help you in your career or in your hobbies, in your personal life, like whatever it may be. Because um, yeah, especially nowadays, like the options are literally endless for ways that you can consume content around your passions. Yeah. And I think
0: like in this capitalism era that we exist in <laughs> um, a lot of times there is this pressure to like like when people say like continue to learn it's like you can feel like that's like oh I have to learn how to like code or like I have to take this class on like yeah. excel for my job or something like that and I think it's another like another good thing to know on this point is that it doesn't have to be productive like whatever you're learning about yeah. like it doesn't have to contribute to like a true like workplace related skill or whatever like if you've just always wanted to learn about like freaking botany or something like just do it, you sure. know? Like, even if it's going to have, yeah. like, no impact on your career or, like, on your life, really, and you're just, like, interested, like, I think that's equally as valid and, like, doesn't get as much attention. But yeah. um, my last tip, and this is kind of, like, I'm, like, kind of a sad note to end on. Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> but um, <laughs>
0: blah, blah, just something I've been thinking about is, like, knowing that just because something ends, like, inevitably, whatever it is, whether it's, like, a romance or a friendship or just, like, a time in your life that was like particularly impactful or whatever, just because something ends, it's not meaningless. Like it still had a contribution on your life in the way that you are now. And I think, you know, some, I think it's easy to be like, oh, you know, I put all this time into like really nourishing this friendship and for whatever reason, it either faded away or it blew up or like we're not friends anymore. And like, what was even the point of all that? But, Knowing that everything that has happened in your life has had a point and has, even if it's like a tiny bit, contributed to like who you are now, um, makes it worthwhile. So don't feel like just because a certain phase in your life has come to an end or a certain person is no longer in your life or whatever that it was like all a waste of time. Because I think that's like a perspective that I used to have a lot, and is like I'm realizing now it's just like it's less mature to think that way because yeah, everything in your life has contributed to the person you are now, even if it doesn't feel that way. So.
1: Yeah. Mic drop. That's it. <laughs> that's a good point. No, I saw a um, on TikTok. It was a couple who had been together for 11 years who had decided to break up. And like it was very clearly like there was still a lot of love and respect for each other there. It wasn't a nasty breakup by any means. Um, And a lot of the comments were saying like, I can't imagine like having to start over after 11 mm-hmm. years or wasting my time for 11 years and it not being the person. And she responded and like was kind of Saying exactly this. She was like, I learned so much in those 11 years. And she was like, I am so grateful to him for everything that he taught me. Like, I would not be the person that I am without this relationship. And just because it's coming to an end doesn't mean that I wasted my time or that this relationship wasn't like incredibly sacred to my life and my story. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought that was a really mature and like emotionally healthy response to mm-hmm. a really tough thing. Cause it is nine out of ten times when things end, it's not plus great. Like yeah. there's yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things. Yeah, you know, there's things in life that you want to end. Maybe you couldn't wait to graduate college and not have to take classes anymore and not have to do homework anymore. And then other people loved college and loved the community and whatever it is. So yeah, sometimes endings are good and sometimes they're bad, but no matter what, they have meaning. They've contributed to who you are as a person and yeah same can be said for your 20s we're not ending our 20s anytime soon but (laughs) (laughs) and thank god for that (laughs) i'm not ready but yeah i think that's a good note i don't think it's sad i think it's true okay thanks bestie there we go
0: and something that gives me hope too is like forward looking i feel like everyone says like your 30s are like the best time
1: yeah, Like, I feel like
0: that's, like, a new take I've been seeing. Like, I think a lot of – for a lot of my life, everyone was, like, putting pressure on your 20s as, like, the best time in your life to, like, thrive. But now I feel like yeah. there's been a lot of discourse on, like, no, actually, it's your 30s. Like, you have money. You can actually like, yeah. do the
1: things you want to do. I'm like, all right. Bring it on. Yeah, Not anytime soon, though. Yeah. Not anytime soon. I do keep seeing TikToks, though, of people being, like, life in your 30s, and it's that sound that's, like, better ingredients, yeah. better pizza, better bitches, better money, yeah, out. Yeah. work harder my clothes, better <laughs> – so, so yeah. we got that to look forward to. Yeah. But I think this ended up being a good episode. I think we had some good conversations. Said some truths, you know? Said some truths. And I think we – because something that we talked about when we were thinking about doing this episode is we didn't want to, like, repeat ourselves from past mm-hmm. episodes. But I feel like we brought some new perspective to the table. Yeah. I mean, let us know. What did you
0: think? Yeah. Slide into the DMs. Yeah. Speaking of the DMs, you should follow us on Instagram if you don't, at 2 Degrees yep. water. We also have an anonymous suggestion box and you can email us if you need advice as well. We're doing sort of advice um, little segments at the end of episodes as we get them. So if there's anything that's been on your mind, definitely reach out. Let us know. We'll keep it anonymous. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll actually, we'll remember to this time. It won't be bleeped out like it was last time. Um, <laughs> and that's about it. Oh, and is yeah. out. And
1: with that, <laughs> <laughs> we'll chat with you guys the next Tuesday. Bye.